Hey everybody, it's Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime, and I know that during the Elimination Chamber predictions episode, I said, oh, I'm coming out with the WrestleMania 38 card predictions, and that Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, it didn't change some of the card. It revealed some of the card, and it also, I think, threw a lot of matches out, meaning they're getting pitched. So, Sunday, as in yesterday, on the phone a lot, um, I put out a tweet talking about how there are two big dates coming up. A um, person who read the tweet came back and said both of them are SmackDown dates. Well, they are. Then he followed up with, I don't believe that. Because I said there are going to be comebacks and we're going to get introduced to people on those shows. And I know what everybody's thinking is Raw is the big show. Raw is the one that needs the help in the ratings. Well, to a point, I agree. And... Do I think it makes sense for some of the big names that are being thrown around? And I'll just go ahead and say one. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. To be on Raw. Yes. Is that where he basically was? Where we saw him when we were watching him? Yes. Do I think that the first time we see Steve Austin. We see him on Raw. Yes. But I'm hearing that may be in a video package or a satellite interview. Where he comes on to talk Texas, to talk stadium, to talk maybe a preview, to pump up everyone but ends up having to respond to Kevin Owens and that Fox, and that's the kicker, Fox wants him to show up physically with the glass breaking on their show. So, does Fox win? I don't know. I'm just going to be real honest with you. At this point in time, on Monday morning when I am recording this, I don't know. So your two big dates you're looking for, March 4th, um, or excuse me, Mar yeah, March 4th, it is SmackDown in Miami. Um, the hint that I can give you that I 
was given. You take this however you want to. Huge. Number one, it's Raw. Or excuse me, number one, it's SmackDown. It's Fox. Number two, it's Miami. Miami is a market that Fox has wanted to take over. And that they feel they can get some headway in. And WWE is interested in that market because of AEW going down there so much. They haven't gave Miami a huge show. There are rumors that they may. Um, That is usually where they do some of their bigger secondary shows. Not pay-per-views, but things, um, and the only two I can think of are the two recent ones, so forgive me, I know they weren't in Miami, but, uh, like Winter is Coming, or Beach Break, um, Fighter Front Fest, things like that, Fight for the Fallen, different things, the secondary big shows that they're doing. They're looking at putting a pay-per-view or one of those in Miami. Also, Fox believes that their strength and where they wanted, that's the key, is the verb tense there, wanted WWE to focus on the Latino market. However, It seems to them that WWE is not doing that. Do I think that that means the Los Lotharios are going to get pushed? No. I really don't. It will shock me if they do. However, um, if there is some kind of tag team match that they can have that particular night, I look for them to be in it. I do think we see um, some kind of Latino community presence there. And what I was told is that would be a perfect time for a star of Latino heritage to possibly come back. Yes, I'm choosing my words very carefully. I'm trying to choose um, my pronouns also very carefully as to not give that away. But anyway... I think if you know, you know. The other date that I was given was, oh, excuse me, March 4th is also uh, big. It is the day before the big Madison Square Garden show. I was told they are loading up that show. There could be a possibility of a superstar that would be on Raw 
appearing first at that show to get the buzz for Raw. Who could that be? I, I, I'm not even venturing, I guess. Um, could that be Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yes, it could be. Is it? I'm just going to be real honest with you. I don't know. A lot of people think he's going to show up tonight. I really don't think so. Um, I don't think that they're going to push Stone Cold this soon. Is Stone Cold in a match? That seems to be the first big reveal that I need to make in uh, WrestleMania 38's card predictions. It is tentative, meaning it is in pencil. Uh, from what I've heard, he will be taking on Kevin Owens if he signs. Steve Austin is under a Legends contract, and he has agreed and agreed, gosh, I don't know, it's been nine months to a year, Steve Austin agreed to promote WrestleMania 38 in Dallas. He agreed to be part of the show. So if you're hearing, Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be at WrestleMania 38. Well, yeah. It's in Texas. Shawn Michaels is going to be there. Um, the Undertaker is going to be there. Booker T, unless he does something crazy, is going to be... Uh, JBL is going to be... I mean, anybody that has been big in the WWE that is from Texas, they are pretty much going to get them to be there. They're going to have a segment... They're going to be on one of the uh, pre-shows, something. So, Stone Cold has always been in WrestleMania 38 plans. What is coming into play? Saudi Arabia wants a third show. They've been wanting a third show. It makes sense for it to make make it be maybe not a pay-per-view like they did for Elimination Chamber, but make it its own show as far as Crown Jewel is thrown in wherever they would like it to be. And just show it on the network. So um, they are looking at doing a third show. And you say, well, why? You know, it takes 18 hours to get there. It takes 18 hours to come back. It's, it messes up Raw. It messes up money, people, money. Stone Cold Steve Austin, from what I am hearing, is possibly going to do two to three show, Saudi Arabia shows. Does that mean that he is not going to show up on Raw or SmackDown. No, he will. Leading up to that, he won't be having matches. You'll see him on Saudi Arabia shows. Yes, that even means he's not going to be showing up on tag team matches. 
he's just going to come out, cut promos, and then perform at Saudi Arabia shows. He wants, within reason, to be able to pick who he works with. And that is why Kevin Owens is being thrown out. People are like, oh, it's going to be Stunner versus Stunner. Um, okay. That's not really the real reason. It is because he fits Stone Cold's brawler kind of wrestling style. Kevin Owens has been in the business. Stone Cold has talked to him numerous times. He knows that by brawling or taking it outside or doing different things like that covers up Stone Cold any kind of weaknesses. You're obviously not wanting um, Stone Cold to go up against a high flyer or someone that works quickly. Kevin Owens isn't that. Kevin Owens is a safe worker. Stone Cold does not want to get in to the ring with anyone that is going to botch or miss a normal routine move. You know, if you're doing a suplex, you need to be able to do that consistently without misthrowing somebody, without, um, you know, snapping it too hard, snapping it too late, throwing somebody on their head, their neck, their shoulders. Those are problem areas for Stone Cold Steve Austin. So you're not going to see him work with uh, green talent like uh, Brian Danielson and CM Punk are doing on AEW. They're trying to build up talent. Stone Cold is trying to build up people, but he's not going to get in there with newer talent that are not safe not brawlers, not going to work a slower style where he can take advantage of things. So be aware of things like that when you're doing your dream matches. Now, as I was talking about, the other second date is March 25th. It is at Barclays. When you look on, I believe it's WrestleTix, T-I-X, Guys, Barclays, not even close to being sold out. They're going to have to put some big names in there. Remember, last show Barclays did was the fan incident with Seth Rollins where where the fan got through and um, tackled Seth Rollins. They had some other incidents that went on during that show and they're really, number one, wanting to sell it out, but number two, not wanting to have any incidents so that they can publicize that. 
But that is the big show that they are looking towards WrestleMania. So you're going to see a lot of the actual card be there, whether they're Raw or SmackDown, I'm told. Next big story that is coming out of my discussions from yesterday. It was brought to Vince's attention before Elimination Chamber, after they got to Saudi Arabia. That there were numerous top women not being discussed for the WrestleMania 38 card. And they're not sure how they're going to get them on there. It is my understanding Vince was upset. He was not throwing things. He was not you know, getting up and yelling and screaming. It was a slow type simmer as far as he couldn't believe that he had missed that. It is my understanding that yesterday they there were talks about that. So you say, well, what are you talking about? Well, the tag team belts obviously weren't defended at Elimination Chamber. Um, Carmella and Zelina Vega. Vince was aware from Vega that she had not been on the card, had not been featured prominently uh, on Raw, and that there were issues there. But Vega seems to drop these hints or bombs or whatever you want to comments to Vince all the time. He doesn't extremely pay attention. However, when thrown in with some of these other names, it adds up. Remember, WWE takes pride in being the top women's division in pro wrestling in the world. It was brought to Vince's attention, gosh, um, started last summer and then has continued. Stephanie has continuously brought up to her father that the women's division may not be being seen as being on top because of the booking. It is said that she has been not in favor of them doing two to five minute women's segments. This is why Molly Holly was brought in. She excelled in the two to three minute matches during her time. And she has been putting together those kinds of matches since arrival. 
Stephanie feels that this is not where they need to be going. They should not have 20-minute segments of Becky and whoever, or Charlotte and whoever, Rhonda and whoever, and then throw women into having three two-minute segments just so you can say that you got six to 12 women on the show. She feels that's demeaning and that people see right through it in this day and age. So, how do they fix this? They don't know. Uh, But you're looking at Carmella, uh, Vega. You're looking at Natty. Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix re-signed, it is my understanding, a talent contract. Got into shape. Not so much for Royal Rumble to take on Maurice and Miz, but for WrestleMania, the WrestleMania season. She's not on the card. That may be an issue for her and Edge. Vince, I think, with this being brought to his attention, understands that. You've got Asuka, who, it's my understanding, has been cleared since January. Has been sitting and catering some. And they have been also telling her, hey, you don't need to show up for this show, or you don't need to show up for that show. But you're looking at Asuka ready to come back. No place. Rhea Ripley. They just had a 45-minute gauntlet match where Rhea Ripley was the star. And nothing for her, WrestleMania. Yes, uh, Dewdrop and and Liv Morgan don't have anything. Uh, Nikki A.S.H. doesn't have anything. But the big three, or the big four, if you want to say it, uh, Asuka, Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, Bailey. Those four, at one time, were four out of the top ten women in the world. And yes, I'm emphasizing that. You've got Bailey, Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss, Asuka. Four out of the top ten women in the world that may not be on the WrestleMania card. So when someone sets Vince down and actually says something like that and just kind of puts it bluntly, casually mentioning, what are we going to do with these? Then Vince is now paying attention. So... When you then take Lita and also add her into this group that I've talked about, Vince hearing Stephanie all these months 
it's now clear. Oh, we got an issue here. Lita was asked. She said she thought she had one more run in her. She was approached. And she got back into shape. She got into the ring and was working. She was told she needed to be able to go 10 minutes. And she needed to have new and modern wrestling moves. Lita did both of those Saturday at Elimination Chamber against Becky. Now, whether you thought that match was a wrestling masterpiece or not, that's up to you. Um, Did I think Lita was at at tip-top wrestling shape? No. But it's hard to get that way not working in front of an audience. She can now work in front of an audience. They did not want her wrestling a match on TV to get used to the crowd, to get used to the adrenaline, to get used to the quickness before actually going. And that's the problem that they're having. Alexa Bliss, first match back, was Elimination Chamber. Because they did not want her to unveil her character before going live. And so, you're going to see this also with Bailey, And then, if Trish would come back. Or, and, to a point, with Beth Phoenix. Unless you get them involved. So, what does that mean? I think it depends on how many women Vince wants. I think you're going to see a women's uh, battle royal. I think you may see a tag team situation like they did last year. And when... You see that people don't want to hear the tag teams. But, I mean, you're looking at Beth Phoenix and Natty. You're looking at Carmella and Zelina Vega who have the actual belts. You're looking at Trish and Lita. The Bellas are always willing to come in. Um, And then you've got Bailey and Sasha, the golden role models. Yes, right now they're supposedly on the outs. Bailey played that up as recently as the 22K uh, WWE game reveal. Could they be put back together? Bailey Asuka, or excuse me, Bailey um, Alexa Bliss could also be put together. Um, I've heard Asuka Bliss. And I've heard Rhea Ripley bliss. You're looking at combinations there. There's, you know, six teams. So, what do you do? I've heard fatal four ways of bliss, Oscar, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. Then, what do you do with the legends? So, I think they're looking at 
different ways to get people involved and you're either going to see a big multi-women match such as a royal or a tag team situation like last year where they had four teams and then the two team or the winner of it took on a the champions the next night uh you may be looking at also a fatal four way so there is something there men that they're worried about um aren't a lot of them some of them are tag team situations and we're going to talk about that as we kind of go through the um card here what i'm hearing they're looking at first off is riddle randy orton there were rumors this was going to be a breakup riddle orton was going wrestlemania if riddle orton was going to happen Riddle would have won either the Rumble or the Elimination match and had a belt. It was supposed to be for the belt. They felt like it needed a belt involved. The decision was made to go championship for championship in WrestleMania 38 with Brock and Roman. So... Riddle and Orton have been put on the back burner breakup. Why? One word. Money. RK Bro is doing too much merchandise. The minor secondary factor that Vince loves, Randy Orton is happy. He's not sulking. He's not upset. He's having fun. Like I said earlier, it's not just because of Riddle. It's because he's in tag team matches. And he's not having to carry the large um, portion of the show. He's resting. He wants at least one more run at the singles. He knows his time is not right now. So why not be in a top tag team? Doesn't have to work as hard during a match or during promos. It, it also helps that Riddle is around. So you're looking at RK Bro versus the Alpha Academy with their rematch. But people are yelling, what about the Street Profits? Look for this possibly to be a triple threat tag team match with RK Bro, the Street Profits, and the Alpha Academy. It's from what I understand. That they are not going with the Riddle Randy Orton breakup six weeks before WrestleMania when they can build that and go back and forth and it be big for WrestleMania next year or for SummerSlam.
you've got to remember you've got two pay-per-views in July with four weeks and then the big pay-per-view that is supposed to. Listen to that keyword. Supposed to happen in England. They have not announced it. The UK uh, pay-per-view that will be happening the first weekend of September because of COVID and travel restrictions that have happened year after year around that time. Um, You're looking at Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin. No one is real excited about this match. Guys, they're not putting Drew McIntyre with his different injuries. He came back early. Um, in a serious match, Baron Corbin is considered to be somewhat safe. And Drew McIntyre is going to be Roman Reigns' next opponent. Uh, people are saying, you know, oh, uh, Roman's going to take on Big E. Big E's now on SmackDown. Well, he may be. I, I don't know. Um, people are talking about bringing up NXT people. Guys, Drew McIntyre is pretty much scheduled for uh, Roman Reigns this summer for the UK pay-per-view. So you may see them at SummerSlam and then the rematch happening at the UK pay-per-view. So, that's what's going on with Drew McIntyre and what's what's happening. Damian Priest versus Austin Theory seems to be the match that I am hearing. Austin Theory has continued to impress. Austin Theory bumped his ass off at Elimination Chamber. That's what he had to do. He's new, and he did it. He took whatever Brock Lesnar wanted to give him. And even before Brock got out, he was still bumping his ass off. He is paying his dues, and he's going to get rewarded for that with Damian Priest, from what I understand. Uh, everyone thought on Elimination Chamber that The Miz was calling Cody Rhodes. We'll talk about Cody Rhodes here in shortly, but no, it was, uh, I think, Fightful. Uh, came out with it that The Miz teaming Logan Paul with the Mysterios. Guys, I know so many people out there are talking about the Mysterios breaking up. Guys, they've been talking about the Mysterios breaking up for a year now. Since, well, since August 2020. Remember... Uh, when they were doing the eye for an eye and uh, Dominic August 2020 SummerSlam was his first match and people talked at his first match them winning the tag titles and then them breaking up uh, Ray giving up his mask and Dominic donning a mask. Guys, Rey Mysterio is 22K WWE Games cover. He is not breaking up with Dominic Mysterio at WrestleMania and going to retire. 
So quit talking about that. Um, I look for that earliest to happen would be next year. We're getting Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. These last two, I absolutely hate. I hate uh, Johnny Knoxville and Logan Paul being here. WWE has always did celebrity matches. I like them better when they're in the Royal. And that way, when they get thrown out, it's not really that big of a deal. And you don't have to worry about them. I would like for them somehow to put these two together. Um, originally, I was hearing Sami Zayn, Logan Paul, The Miz, Johnny Knoxville. That way, it's one celebrity match. Um, they think they can do one a night, though. One night one, one night two, and it have drawing power. Guys, I don't think so, but we'll we'll go from there. Everyone talking about the Usos. What is going to happen with them? Guys, as reported by the K100 um, Wrestling Informer, the Viking Raiders were put into this program with the Usos with the understanding that the Usos were going to be teaming with Roman Reigns, the Viking Raiders were going to be teaming with new uh, woodsman, hunter, uh, flannel shirt wearing Brock Lesnar. Due to Roman uh, at day one having COVID, that caused the Usos not to do the run-in they were supposed to do at day one and tell that particular kind of story of Brock Lesnar wanting to get all three of them and involve the bloodline. Which is why the Viking Raiders were put into the program to begin with. This program has fell apart. Uh, Vince is not real excited about it. He wasn't excited about it to begin with, but they were making it make sense, the creative when they were pitching it. Now he's not interested in it. That's when you saw time restraints coming into play uh, or an elimination chamber this weekend. They had to be done in Saudi Arabia by 11 p.m., Saudi time, which was 3 p.m. East Coast Standard Time. So when something needed to be cut, it was the Usos Viking Raiders since that was the least important match. This will now be a SmackDown match. It is not, from what I understand, moving to WrestleMania. No one on creative including Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon, do not think the Viking Raiders are WrestleMania material. It is my understanding the Usos will meet the New Day. And the New Day will win. They will be giving Big E a WrestleMania spotlight for him losing the belt. How you guys feel about that, that's up to you. Uh, AJ Styles versus Edge 
has been pitched. It has not been um, even clarified or anything like that. If this match is going to be made, look for it this week, next week, possibly the following week. The match that had been pitched that got Vince's interest, but they had not approached him about was AJ Styles versus Shawn Michaels. The reason why AJ Styles came out at Royal Rumble and struck the Heartbreak Kid's pose was because that match was pitched and it was dropping you an Easter egg if it got made. That AJ Styles, by going down to NXT, was going to pick on Shawn Michaels. They were going to do a Grayson, Grayson Waller where Shawn Michaels come out to save his NXT wrestler, and they were going to take on each other at WrestleMania. I have been told by two different people that's still being discussed as AJ Styles and Edge are. AJ Styles is wanting either one, and he went public, I guess. Uh, It was reported that he wanted Edge. As far as the women, the leading match that I keep hearing over and over getting pitched is a fatal four-way, yes, I said four-way, match of the Bella Twins Lita and Trish, Beth Phoenix and Natty, and Bailey Sasha, night one, with the winner taking on Carmella Vega, night two. Everybody is like, well, how do you get Sasha and Bailey back together? By having Lita and Trish come on, or the Bellas come on, and say they are the two best women or the best tag team ever and calling out Sasha and Bailey and asking them can you coexist which is WWE's catchphrase I think now So, do we see that? I have no idea. The women's part, I've already told you, is a mess. Um, Would I like to see that? Uh, I'm not a big fan of eight-man tags. You guys know that. I would rather see a Fatal 4-Way with singles wrestlers. Uh, This does get the legends involved. Um, I... I don't know. I've also heard that Carmella Vega, Bailey Sasha, 
Lita Trish and the Bella Twins have also been pitched as a fatal four-way. So, read into that, you know, kind of what you will. We've already talked Steve, Steve Austin and Kevin Owens. Uh, Becky versus Bianca. Charlotte versus Ronda. You guys that have been listening to these episodes the last six months have heard reports of what was happening um, as far as Becky Bailey being a possibility for last year's WrestleMania 37. Becky was medically cleared then. They were going to wait and do it last minute with like a two to three week build. It was my understanding that it kept being pushed to the back burner because of other things. It was not done. Then it was the understanding Becky would come back. Be or Bailey would beat Bianca the month she got hurt in that particular I Quit pay-per-view or that I Quit match on the pay-per-view and Becky was going to SmackDown. Remember, Seth Rollins was on SmackDown and Bailey and Becky were to feud there. Bailey got hurt. Plans were then switched. And Sasha Banks was to win SummerSlam's match against Bianca. We all know Sasha did not show up for SummerSlam. Due to that, it caused the change where Becky, who then was at SummerSlam, was supposed to do a run-in on Charlotte's match. The Raw match. Causing their problems. Sasha, the SmackDown match, was supposed to beat Bianca. Because Sasha did not show, Becky was then inserted. She took away that run-in. She came into SummerSlam. Because it was her first match now. She wasn't doing a run-in where she could just brawl. She was doing a match. The match was cut short to be 26 seconds. It had nothing to do with Bianca. It had everything to do with it being Becky's first match. She could not lose. And so 26 seconds. It happened as circumstance. You then had Becky as SmackDown champion. You had Charlotte Raw champion. Fox wanted Charlotte. Switch was made. Becky's on Raw. Now you've got Ronda on SmackDown. And Charlotte on SmackDown. They were not 100% sure that Rhonda was going to be able to get in shape. She had the baby in September. So there were no long-term plans at this time. 
Rhonda made the decision after Christmas to come back. She was supposed to come back and face Becky, who was supposed to be on SmackDown. However, because Fox wanted Charlotte and they wanted Rhonda, it got switched. Going in to before the titles changed hands and Becky was drafted to Raw, it was supposed to be Becky Rhonda, Charlotte Triple Threat versus Bailey and Sasha. However, Fox wanted Rhonda, so it became Rhonda Charlotte, and they weren't sure about Becky. There were rumors early December and January that it was going to be Becky Sasha because Sasha was either going to win the Rumble or the Elimination Chamber and take on Becky. However, Sasha Banks got hurt I believe it was January 4th, 5th, 6th, somewhere around there, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, in a match against Charlotte Flair. And she was said then, when she went to the doctor the following Tuesday, it was going to be six to eight weeks, which would put her out to March. Something then had to be done because they weren't 100% sure that Bailey would be ready. Therefore... Bianca was inserted. Rhonda came back, of course, won the Rumble, chose Charlotte. They put Sasha into the Rumble. She came back almost five weeks early. She pulled her nine, almost ten minutes. Then was, um, came out, asked about Elimination Chamber. They weren't 100% sure. Sasha was not then cleared. She has been home rehabbing. Yes, she was in LA. I have been unable to find out if she actually has been filming for The Mandalorian. I know that is the rumor, but I have not been able to confirm that. But she was in L.A., but she was also doing rehab out there. She was seeing Josh G., um, Bailey's trainer out there, uh, and I know she was attending his... Uh, rehab and training sessions to try to get her foot back and ready. It is my understanding that Sasha is ready to go throughout the month of March. So, what does that mean? From what I understand, it means that either one of these matches... 
can become triple threat. And this is as of yesterday. Becky versus Bianca is not seen as a big match. Everybody is wanting Bianca to get her comeuppance and beat Becky. Vince does not want that to happen. He sees Becky carrying the belt all the way, possibly to WrestleMania. And having her look like Roman Reigns is now with a streak going in to face Ronda. Of course, he also sees Ronda carrying the belt the whole entire way. Everyone I've talked to, though, has said one of them has to lose somewhere. There has to be a chase happening in the women's division this year somewhere, somehow. So, if Becky versus Bianca is to need help, and Nick Khan has his way, Alexa Bliss will be inserted. She is a merchandise mover. You saw her come out as the goddess in WWE's mind, but with an evil heel persona allowing room for Lily to now take shape. As I told you on the Elimination Prediction show, Alexa Bliss was supposed to do a supernatural thing in the Elimination Chamber. Obviously, that did not happen. I was told it was cut because of time. I don't know that I believe that, but we are to see in the next two weeks Alexa Bliss's Lily come out somewhat. WWE is aware that critical fans or hardcore fans do not like this. However, kids and uh, parents of kids and teenagers like this. They like a supernatural, mystical element. Bruce Pritchard loves it. Them having a gimmick, having a character, it hits right up Vince McMahon's alley. And it doesn't help, if you're not a fan of this, that Nick's con is pushing it because you guys keep buying the shirts. So, uh, Alexa Bliss is the backup for that match. Charlotte versus Ronda. They do not think at this time it will need anyone. However, I have heard creative thinks it needs someone. Ronda is not getting over as a babyface. People cheered her and went crazy in the crowds for her. They are not seeing it, though, in ticket sales. They are not seeing it in merchandise sales. And they are not seeing it online. So, Ronda versus Charlotte is basically a heel versus heel. What can they do? 
to put a tweener in there or a baby face. There is talk of Asuka, Sasha, Banks, or Bailey being put in there as tweeners or as baby face because all three of those Oscar, Bailey, and Sasha Banks have all been heels recently. However, they are more tweener heels or can be pushed babyface compared to Charlotte and Rhonda. So those three are your backups. Yes, it's a SmackDown match. Yes, Bailey was rumored to be going to Raw, and Oscar is currently a free agent but has been on Raw. Guys, don't pay attention to the brand right now because it's about fixing this card. And then, of course, you've got Roman versus Brock. Um, there are some people, some podcasters, some um, websites that are pushing that this was said to be champion versus champion. And that is what they used for Survivor Series, that it's not title for title. Yesterday, uh, two sources said definitely it is title for title, and I had one source say that it was his understanding that it was, but that he didn't know for sure. Supposedly, it is title for title. Roman will carry both belts. It will not be unification. They are going to wait for unification Till WrestleMania 39 or WrestleMania 40. And um, that the men's will be the last belts that will be unified. So that is the uh, WrestleMania 38 card right now that is being penciled in. 13 matches, like I told you guys, Saturday on, on Elimination Chamber Predictions episode, they're wanting 14 to 15 matches. This is 13. If you add a men's uh, royal and a women's royal, then you get to 15. So, we'll have to see. Right now, though, um, Madca Madcap Moss... Rich Holland, uh, Seamus, Ricochet, Cesaro, uh, Viking Raiders, uh, Almost, who was supposed to possibly take on Bobby Lashley, um, are the ones that are glaring omissions. They're not really glaring to me. I don't know whether they have a men's royal this year. Now, I know what you're saying. Sam. What about Seth Rollins? Well, Seth Rollins is my understanding. The wild card. Early Sunday morning. Cody Rhodes still not signed a contract. I was told it was only because they had not had the time to do it because of Saudi Arabia. That 
a lot of the key figures obviously were in Saudi Arabia and that they could not have gotten it done. So as of Sunday morning, Cody Rhodes had not signed. He was not in Orlando. He was at home. He had trained and did some stuff at the Nightmare Factory, but that he was chilling. He has some injuries. And that he was playing with his baby girl. Seth Rollins will be taking on Cody Rhodes if, if he signs. If he signs, Cody Rhodes will be at WrestleMania 38, Seth Rollins. If they decide to push him back, Until after WrestleMania 38, Cody Rhodes will not sign at this time. He will go do things on the indies and other promotions. WWE does not want that happening. They want Cody Rhodes' first appearance to be on WWE TV. Seth Rollins is being kept out of the mix, but he can be added to any of the big matches, and it made as a triple threat since none of the big men's matches have a triple threat, is what I was told. Now, I saw where one publication ran with them adding Seth Rollins to Roman versus Brock. I did not hear that. I did hear he could be added to any big match to make it a triple threat. I was not told a specific match. That will only be done if Cody Rhodes does not sign. Seth Rollins will not be punished because of Cody. And I was told that by four different sources. And they used the same exact wording. Seth Rollins will not be punished by being left off the WrestleMania card because of Cody. So, we'll have to wait and see. WWE still thinks they are signing Cody Rhodes, that it was supposed to be done last night, if not today. Um, Can Cody show up today as rumored on Raw? I guess he can. Columbia, South Carolina is not that far from his home. Will he? Me? I am betting no. He will not. Um, Read into that what you will. I don't know that they'll get the contract done. Not with everything Cody wants and everything that WWE wants. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. It is my understanding that Cody wants some creative control and or some kind of managerial role. 
Cody is trying to protect himself so that WWE doesn't sign him and then stick him in catering on main event or in jobber matches. And I know a lot of hardcore WWE fans want to punish Cody. Cody is trying to prevent that. So we'll have to wait and see. Nick Khan is not, let me repeat, Nick Khan is not in favor of signing Cody Rhodes just for revenge. He does not want to pay him the amount of money that they are talking for him to go sit in catering. Because Nick Khan has been all about cutting salaries that they're not planning on using. So, for those of you who are saying they're going to punish Cody this way, they may, but it will be six months to a year down the line uh, due to they're not going to pay him to sit in catering or to be jobbed out and not make his money that they're spending on him back. Well, guys, I'm sorry I've ran over an hour. I hate that. I didn't mean to. I definitely apologize. As always, guys, you can reach me on Twitter at Pro Overtime. That's two O's, Pro Overtime. Or you can write me at Pro Wrestling OT at gmail.com. Pro Wrestling OT at gmail.com. If you guys have any questions, comments, problems, or protests, I will be more than happy to answer those as I can. I do my best not to tell you guys um, anything that is not been told to me by a couple different sources or if it is my opinion to tell you this is my opinion. Um, I know some people get upset with me on Twitter for saying different things uh, that Vince does not like this person. Vince does not want to push this person. Bruce does not want to push this person. You know, Kevin Dunn has said things about this person. Guys, just because it's your favorite wrestler doesn't mean others don't want to push them or don't like them for one reason or another. Can it be a stupid reason? Yes, it can. A stupid reason can hold a talent down. It's happened for years in pro wrestling. So um, I try to state when something is my opinion or who has at least said it if I can. Guys, that's all I have for you today. Uh, Hopefully I will be talking to you soon. Hopefully something will go down soon. Today, however... I am working mostly on AEW on what is going to be happening impact-wise and also um, what is happening as far as movement on the indies. The Control Your Narrative uh, story broke and I have not gotten up to speed on that so I need to place some phone calls on that. That is things that I will be working on uh, later this afternoon and evening after I get some other 
work done. So guys, that's your episode. I hopefully, like I said, will be talking to you guys soon. And hopefully, I will see you down the road.